You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 42, Why You Fall Off Routines. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Girlfriend, we are in December. Can you believe it? We never thought this year was going to come to an end. We still have a few more weeks, but I do hope your December has kicked off well. And I also hope that our next 20 minutes or so together helps to lift your spirits and connect us. If we haven't met yet, welcome. I'm Ruthie Preek. I love helping awesome women like you step into their potential confidence and power by squashing overwhelm so you can thrive at work and at home which is why I am so excited about today's topic. I think I'm always excited about the day's topic because this used to be an issue for me for the longest time. And honestly, it still continues to be for certain things. I'm not going to pretend like I never have an issue with staying on track or with routines or structure, but the difference is now I know when I'm consistently falling off or I'm not sticking with it. I know I've got to make some tweaks, some of which I'm going to cover today, and I can get back on track. And so, yes, I'm talking all about routines. Routines. How many times have you tried to get on a routine or several routines and it works for a day or a few days, or if you're really lucky, a few weeks, and then it just kind of falls by the wayside, tapers off, falls away, and you're like, routine? What routine? (laughs) It was good while it lasted, right? And now who knows what? So why does that happen? And more importantly, how do we actually stay on the routines? That's what we're covering today. Before we jump in, I want to define what a routine is. I know that sounds really simplistic, but stick with me. There's a purpose here. So the definition is a sequence of actions regularly followed. Routines are a sequence of actions regularly followed. So there are some really amazing benefits to regularly following a sequence of actions. This doesn't mean that you're going to lose all your freedom or all your creativity. It's simply saying that if we stick with just some, a few of these actions throughout the day, throughout our weeks, that we're going to get some really fantastic benefits with our health, our stress, our productivity. And so examples of that are that routines lead to improved mental health, to more time to relax and have less anxiety. Routines lead to better sleep and better eating. So routines are really, really good. If you hear that and you think, oh, no, no, it's too structured for me, this is beyond your little structured world. We're thinking bigger picture here, right? That's what leaders do. We're thinking this is beyond just putting something on my calendar. This is for the better good, the better health, the better you know, population, the better relationships with my family, the better leadership skills I have, the better listening skills I have, the better rest I will give myself. All of this comes from getting on good routines. And as far as an effective use of your time, 
Often, no routine means you simply run out of time. How many times has that happened? Leaving things undone and not making the most of your time. Gosh, how many times can I say time in like three sentences there? I think that was like 12, but okay, let's move on. And especially during times of great stress, there I go again, like what many of us are going through right now. I mean, we're home, work is hard, expectations are high, and maintaining structure and routine can help you feel more organized and more in control, especially during periods of high stress. All right, so here's the thing. We all fall off routines from time to time. All of us, even the bestest, okay? For whatever reason, they're not regularly followed, but it does not mean that you can't back get back on. In fact, it is your opportunity to get back on, maybe make a tweak, make it a little better, work better for you, start over, start afresh. It's an opportunity to throw up your hands every time you fall, fall off a routine and think, oh, I'm just not good enough, this never works for me. That's just the lazy woman's way out. I'm going to call you out on this, okay? That is totally lazy. That's just living in mediocrity and that's just plain old giving up. So it's natural to fall off. We want to prevent us from falling off. That's what we're going to talk about today. But you do still, even the you know most driven, ambitious women and men in the world will fall off from time to time. But remember, that's your opportunity to get back on the saddle. Okay, now that we've got that all covered, let's dive into the five most common reasons you fall off routines and how to fix them. Number one, you, my friend, are tackling Mount Everest. Yes, my sweet, if you've decided to come up with a new or go back to an old routine and you're essentially starting from ground zero, but then you decide to jump into a whole morning routine or a whole health routine or a whole family routine, there's a good chance you'll be off your routine in the next two days. Am I right? You cannot tackle Mount Everest without climbing a hill and then a few steeper hills and then maybe even a small mountain, right? We've got to work our way up. It's just like the marathon. We don't wake up one morning saying, I'm going to run a marathon. We start practicing for it at little bitty half miles and a mile at a time. Okay, so here's what I mean. If you're like, I want to just do the whole morning routine because it's all I hear about and that's what everyone's talking about and I just got to get on morning routine. It's going to change my whole life. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wake up 90 minutes earlier and then I'm going to do workout and then I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to do my journaling and then I'm going to have my fresh green juice and then I'm going to you know, spend time with my kids. Oh my gosh. Oh no, 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 no. Of course that's not going to work. Of course you're going to fall off that routine because that's cray cray. It is way too much. I do not think we're going to do... 5,000 things or even five changes all at one time. That is a recipe for failure. How about instead you set your alarm for 20 minutes earlier? And in that 20 minutes, you're like, I'm going to stretch. I'm going to do 10 or 15 minutes of yoga. I may go for a walk around the block. I might have a coffee by myself, right? There's small increments that are making progression to your larger routine. So if you find yourself with these really ambitious goals and then falling off, there's a great chance that you are trying to climb Mount Everest before getting up those little baby hills and mountains first. I love your ambition. I'm not telling you to not be ambitious. I love it. But I'm telling you, it can shoot you in the foot too. So break it down one step at a time and build your way up to your routine. Number two, you're not changing your environment. In other words, 
you are not setting yourself up for success when you're thinking about your routine. When you're embarking on a routine, you want to bring in the reinforcements, all the reinforcements. Girl, I am all about the reinforcements. As many simple ways that you can add in something in your environment or in your behavior or something around you or sticky notes or reminders or buzzers or timers, any way. And there's never enough reinforcements to get us onto a new habit, in this case, a new routine. Because the routine that you want to adapt, it is new, right? New to you, or it's different than what you're currently doing now, which means if you show up to that routine or if you try to embark on that routine, doing the same things that you're doing today, there's a good chance you're going to end up with the same results that you have today. And that's not what you want. If you want different, you've got to do different, which means circumstances need to change. And typically that's something in your environment or your space. So for example, I recently worked with a client and we determined that her best time to work out was actually in the afternoon, not first thing in the morning, not end of day, just given a lot of her circumstances, family dynamics, her energy levels. We took a lot of different things into account and what was really going to benefit her most and work best with her schedule. And again, you know, just her energy was to work out in the afternoon. However, getting that routine down in terms of changing your clothes and getting to the gym or going outside or getting the video on or whatever she had to do and you know eating at a certain time so she wasn't too full before the workout and finishing it up so she could go you know get her kids from school and you know all that working that all out that's all part of that routine it required some additional support some additional reinforcements in her environment so some examples of what we did was during this time we're in the pandemic she's working from home we actually created a true workout space. So in her uh, guest bedroom, which no one was really using right now, and they're not going to use for a while because no one's getting any guests, she moved the bed over all the way against the wall. We set up a yoga mat. We got her weights out there, you know, so on and so forth. And we got an area all ready for her. We also did some really simple things in her environment, like she had all her workout clothes. We kind of organized everything between, you know, just what kind of workout she was doing, whether we had her yoga stuff together or she had something for her bike. Um, we had that sort of together. She also, we talked about the timing and leaving this stuff out, like in her bedroom where she was going to change. After she got dressed in the morning, that kind of became part of her morning routine was to leave it out so that when she walked into her room at the time she was supposed to work out, there was no excuses. Everything was ready and it was ready to go. Uh, We also got music set up in the room she was going to work out. Okay. So we did a bunch of different things to the environment, which reinforced the routine. Another example with a client is uh, a client that I really, we worked really great together in terms of helping her get better balance in her life. And the thing that was really missing for her was her artwork and getting back to some hobbies and just having some true downtime, not just downtime where like I'm exhausted by nine o'clock at night. Now I get to lie down for five minutes before I go to bed, like true something for herself. And we did something really similar. We set up her an art space. We got all the paints out. We got all the supplies out because she recognized that that was detrimental for her to get going every time she had planned that time out. She had to grab all the equipment and all the supplies and get it all set up, and that was just demotivating. So again, we made some changes in her environment. 
So think about that. What are some of the reinforcements that you need to put in place? They typically can be a lot to do with your environment, whether it's cleaning it out or setting it up or putting, like I said, reminders in place. There's some way typically to help you get going. Number three, the third reason you fall off your routine is that you're not really clear on your routine. (laughs) Yes, I hear clients say all the time, they want to create a really good, let's stick with that morning routine because that seems to be like all the thing right now, right? That morning routine. They want to exercise. I want to have my coffee and I want to read and I want to journal and I want to do spirituality and I want to do yoga and I want to meditate. And oh my gosh, there's so much. There's so much ambition there again. But at the end of the day, it's a list. It's a list of all these wants and desires. And they're great. There's nothing wrong with them. But that's just a starting point, right? That list is a good place to start. But when are these things going to happen? Have you actually reverse engineered your time? Have you thought about how long each of these will take? Have you thought about the preparation time? Have you thought about the time it takes to do other parts of the routine that you may not have factored in, like taking a shower and having breakfast and wrangling your family together and you're unloading the dishwasher? And then backtracked it all and figured out what time do I really need to wake up? And that might impact my evening. Maybe what time do I need to get to bed? Maybe it's a little bit earlier. And so that's when we really start creating a routine. It's creating a structure, not a list. And I find that this lack of clarity, this sort of just like, these are all the things I want to do and listing it out and thinking about it in my head, but not really getting to a specific detail point where you're really, you know, just planning it. We're super clear when you're going to do what, that is going to make you fall off because you haven't thought it through. We haven't really put pen to paper. And of course, you're just not going to stick to it. And that actually brings us to number four, which can sometimes be related to not being clear on our goal. Uh, Sometimes not, but it's something I see so many women fall into. And the reason we're not sticking with our routines is because we are overcomplicating them. Sound familiar? I swear women are the queens of overcomplications. Am I right? It is something in our DNA. It must be a cousin of the perfectionism gene. I don't know, but we just like to overcomplicate. Okay, another example, because you know I love to leave you with examples because I think it's just the easiest way to illustrate and demonstrate what I'm talking about. So I had a client who wanted to get on a really good routine. This is really interesting. I love this goal. She had this routine to organize all her photos, but like actually keep them organized in a systematic fashion. We finally kind of mostly got her up to date, but she was like, I don't want to fall five years behind taking photos all the time on my phone, mostly on the phone, but my husband's phone too. And like, I want to consolidate them and just keep them up to date. So I actually see them, use them, you know, actually put them to use instead of just having them thousands and thousands on my phone. Anyway, so we decided on a kind of a system or a routine, and this is not an everyday one, which is why I really want to bring this up. You know, routines don't have to be daily. They can be once a week. They can be once a month. They can be bi- they can be quarterly. But this was something we decided would be a great exercise and a routine to set up on a monthly basis. So once a month to stay on top of them. Um, and so she had this routine set up. We kind of left it at that. And she went back and did her thing. And when we talked about it, it was so overwhelming because it was so overcomplicated that I was like, "Ah, I think we need to just simplify this a bit. And this is why we're five months behind because it's just too much. Now, this is going to, I'm going to be dating myself or this process a bit. This was several years ago. 
Um, and she was putting them onto CDs, even though I think most of us were off CDs at that point. She still was. So she would download all the photos. There were so many steps. I get, I forget exactly, but she was like essentially downloading them onto these CDs. She was also uploading all her photos onto Shutterfly. She was backing up all her photos because we had everything backed up. Um, then she was printing them and putting them into physical albums and I guess she also had them like on iPhoto that was automatically going. So automatically going, sorry, from her phone to to iPhoto. It was just, there were so many steps and it just, it was too much. It was too much to remember to do them all, too much to do them all, uh, to, you know, then to print all the photos and stick with them and put them at the albums. It was too much. So we simplified this tremendously and we changed some of the things we did was we changed to making digital books um, in iPhoto. So, and those were automatically being backed up. So it just really became like a one-step process. Essentially, they're being backed up, putting going directly onto her Mac. And from there in her Mac software, we were creating books. So it was just completely simplified. It. And of course, now she was much more likely and she did mostly stay on routine. Was there a month here or there? She she missed it. She fell off. They were traveling. Of course, right? We're human. It happens. But with a simplified routine, she was able to get back on it. So sometimes we overcomplicate things just because we don't really know how to do it more simply, right? Did she know how to do this? No. I mean, she thought she did, but it kind of just took an outside perspective to look at that and think mm, and see, mm, you know what? No, no, this is really overcomplicated. So those are the cases when you're like, I know this has to be easier. This can't be this hard. Well, that's where you might want to call in a coach, a pro, or someone to help you because we're not supposed to know how to do everything, right? We think we should, but we are not skilled in every single thing, which is why I have coaches and help and finances and marketing. And I've, you know, I have so many, I'm leveraging so much talent. And so I really suggest you do too when it comes to simplifying. I find that... It's not that we don't necessarily know how to do something when it's simple. It's just that we can't always think that way because we don't have that particular skill set. So anyway, just something on a side note to think about. Sometimes we're overcomplicating it just because we don't know how to simplify it, in which case you really should bring someone else in to help you out with that. And finally, number five, the fifth reason that you fall off your routines is that you're simply too hard on yourself. So at the start of this podcast, I mentioned that we all fall off routines from time to time. For whatever reason, they're not regularly followed, but it does not mean you can't get back on. In fact, that's exactly one of the purposes of a routine, at least in my mind, is that you have it there for when you fall off. You can and should go back to it. I wanted to make sure that I ended with this because I think it's really important to note that falling off a routine is not failure. Do not be hard on yourself when you fall off. It happens. Life happens. But failure is to not get back on track. So if you're thinking, I fell off, so therefore it means it doesn't work, or I'm not good enough to uphold it, or I just suck at this, or some other nonsense you try to convince yourself of is complete garbage. You can and should get back on your routines even after you fall off, because you will. And because last I checked, you were a living, breathing human being, so it will happen. But the failure is to not get back on and just blame yourself for it. All righty there. Quick recap. 
The five reasons you fall off your routines. Number one, you're climbing Mount Everest. Go start with a little hill, my friend. Number two, you're not changing your environment. Be sure to call in the reinforcements. Number three, you're not even clear on your routine. You're most likely working from a list and not really putting pen to paper and thinking about your schedule and how long everything takes and what you need to do to actually get it done. You're overcomplicating it. There are too many steps. They're too unnecessary and there's a way to simplify it or you fall off like we all do and you're simply too hard on yourself so you give up. Now, you know what I want from you. Let's wrap this up with a bow and get to your awesome challenge of the week because I always want to make your time 100% worth it. So please take this one small action. Think about this. Answer this question and take an action. Which of those five mistakes do you make the most often or what's one you're making right now with a routine that you're trying to start or get back to or never seem to stick with? And more importantly, what one change will you make to get you to stick to your routine, to get you to be more likely to wake up and do it tomorrow or do it this week or you know, get onto that structure? Listen, you're not doing this for me. You are doing this 100% for you and for everyone that you love and care about around you. It will make you a better manager, employer, employee, partner, mom, wife, sister, friend, role model, and woman. Sound good? I would like me some of that. So yes, yes, we're going to do this, right? Come on over. Let me know you did because you know I'd like to encourage you and be a personal cheerleader and guide. You can always hop on over. Find me on Facebook, Life is Organized, or Instagram, or come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 42. Listen, If you like what you're hearing, you're going to love to get my emails with even more tips and tricks and entertaining stories. So come sign up for them at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Easy to remember, lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. And you will also have your pick of complimentary awesomeness, like how to finally stop procrastinating or six smart ways to get and stay focused or 21 killer ways to stop feeling overwhelmed. All three are available over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. As always, you are the bestest, my sweet friend. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I am Riddhi Parikh signing off for today, wishing you a happy and successful day and week, and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.